for for those of you just tuning in, we've already discussed how we have no topics for this podcast. So here's here's the um, sponsored moment where we put an ad read if uh, if there ever would like to be one. This episode of uh, what was it called? Between two birds? Is that what we came up with? Sure, it is now. I think I think it was between two birds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is now. Between two birds is brought to you by Netflix, Squarespace. Build it beautiful with Squarespace. Audible.com. HelloFresh. Omaha Steaks. <laughs> there is a next to the movie theater where I used to work. Um, like in the same complex, there was an Omaha Steaks. Those One. still, they still, they still have brick and mortar stores. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Schaumburg, Illinois, yeah. Omaha Steaks. I mean, I don't know if they wow. do still, but they definitely did uh, like a year ago. I mean, even then, that's shocking. Yeah, yeah. Opens wow. ten a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, they're they are they are still around. Oof. There's one in Schaumburg, one in Oakbrook, one in Naperville. There are there are three in the Chicagoland area. That's... At least, if not more. I don't know whether to be impressed or concerned. Four. Looks like there's four in the Chicagoland area. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They had a really good deal concerned. one day that was like that was like they they just like gave out flyers to other places in the area, and one of them was like basically like first come first serve, but like I don't know. It was like super cheap steaks or something like that. I don't remember exactly how much it was, and I want to like give out a number and be like, well, that's not that cheap. <laughs> have Have you Have you heard some of the, like the podcast ad reads? I didn't. They, I didn't know that Omaha Steaks does podcast ad reads. I listened to oh, plenty yeah, of yeah, podcasts. Yeah. I've never heard Omaha Steaks do a podcast I, sponsorship. I've, I've I've heard plenty. Um, the uh, <laughs> the they I don't know if they jack up the prices so they can they can make the percentage super high. I don't know the math behind it, but always the it's like for seventy five percent off intercode blah blah blah. Yeah, like, it's like holy shit. Yeah, no, they those are definitely some jacked up prices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and they like, they list off like, yeah, you're gonna have, you'll be able to feed like a family of five for the next 17 years. I think it was like, I year. think for some reason it was like, it was like 10 burgers, like 10, like yeah. for for super cheap. Like it was like it was legitimately a good price. Um, yeah, that's that's about what this was. It was it, it in your mind it seemed like an insane amount of food for one person, for yeah. like 50 bucks. Yeah, I think it was something something like that, or maybe even better than that. I think it might have been like like thirty bucks, so something like that mm-hmm. for like for like 10, 10 burgers worth of meat or something. I don't remember how much what it yeah. was, but it was like, well, that's that's a pretty good deal. Maybe I'll go. If, but I literally couldn't be asked to go around the corner from where I already worked that's, to go get the that's, deal. That's the thing is like it is a good deal, but then you factor in like oh, okay, like it's gonna come in dry ice, and I have to figure out like what to do with dry ice because yeah, who knows like, what to do with that. Like, le- legitimately, like like you know, I could understand like I don't want to go online and order it and figure that out or whatever, but legitimately, yeah. it wouldn't like it was it was maybe a a forty five second walk from where I worked every single day, that's, <laughs> and I still that's laziness. <laughs> I still couldn't be asked to go. Yeah, yeah this is this is my problem. Like I I follow emos on Instagram. Um, and I see all the time the, the people who are posting like the, the shipped emos with the dry ice and I would do it probably once a month, maybe, maybe not once a month. Maybe that's exaggerating. Maybe at least three to four times a year. If I knew what to do with the dry ice, with the dry ice, it's funny because no you said emos and you meant emos pizza. But my first thought was like emo, like when we were in middle school and high school, yeah. emo kids. And I was like, I was like, how do you follow emos? You don't know Motion City soundtrack. And I was like, oh no, you mean the pizza? <laughs> I know, I know, I know one Motion City soundtrack song, and that's because it was in it will be the show MLB like oh six yeah. or something, like. Way back, yeah, it was it was oh five oh five or oh six. It would have been that's when that album came yeah. out. That's when that record came was, out. But and it was the it was like the first song every time you started. So like the the soundtrack didn't switch up. So every oh, yeah? time you started the game, it was Motion City soundtrack song yeah, number that, one. That's a, a lot of people I've hit up and asked them if they, like asked the same question. They've all been well. Yeah. I know the one song from MLB 05, the show. Everything uh, like, is well, all right. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a great song. It's our last episode. Like we have we have mm-hmm. decided that's our last episode from from the get go because it's their it's their like biggest hit. So we decided from the get go <laughs> this will be our final episode. And every person has said, well, that's the one song I know. I'm like, well, 
I mean, if we're at the point in the last episode where we're having you on, uh, that's probably a problem. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, probably. (laughs) Like, I feel like on the last episode, if we're not at the point where we're having the band on the show, then... uh... (laughs) The whole thing was just kind (laughs) of... Kind of a failure, yeah. One of them... What, one of them I wouldn't say that I would just say it was it was there. Yeah, it, but no, that was it. It was there. one of the one of them follows us on Twitter now, which is good. And one mm-hmm. of them has responded to us on Twitter a couple times and said they listened to a couple episodes. <laughs> one one guy. So one of them, I, he he does podcasts, too. Um, his name is Tony Thaxton. And okay. he does he does a, he like he does a, a couple like a music podcast. He produces Andrea Savage's podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, and I subscribed to his patreon and he was like uh hey you're the guy who does the most city podcast right i was like yes i am so clearly he knows me <laughs> like right. he knows of me enough to have recognized either my name or my username or my avatar uh I that's like, good enough for me i like to think that dan mclaughlin is the same way towards me but i just know that's not true so <laughs> it was one of those like 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 there was there was there was absolute confirmation cuz I, I subscribed to his patreon yeah. and he responded like hey thanks for subscribing also you're the guy that's the motion city podcast right like disregard if you're not and i'm like yes i am hell yeah okay so you <laughs> recognize me that's sick <laughs> well congratulations on that I'm i know still, i know still working on my uh my person to notice me someday. Danny Mac will, senpai. will find me. You're waiting for senpai yeah, to notice yeah. you. I was, I was looking for senpai. I just couldn't think of it. <laughs> Welcome to Between Two Birds. The Official podcast of Reddit.com Arshos Cardinals. I'm Nam Sneaky. You might know me better as Kuhan Luke. Joining me, as always, uh, welcome back to the show. We're back uh, for for the beginning of a new season. It's uh, it's Mac Huff, Return of the Hack. How's it going, Mac? I'm doing a okay. How about you? Uh, a okay, by the way. Also, a Motion City soundtrack song. Um... <laughs> we we brought it back together. <laughs> We already did that episode though, so you can't be on it. Sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, we went away for a while, and by a while, I mean literally a year. We were <laughs> we were gone for a year. Uh, so you know, sorry about that, but we're back now. Uh, baseball is back, and that nothing more exciting than that. Things have changed. Have they? I haven't noticed. A little bit. A little bit, just a just, little bit, just a wee bit, just a wee um, bit. I I don't know where to begin. Um, I'm I literally was just scrolling through Twitter, and uh, Steve Cohen's still going to try to buy the Mets, not Cardinals related, but that's new. Baseball related, um, yeah. I, I I'm I happen to be scrolling through sure. Instagram, uh, and uh, and apparently like there's just pictures of Mike Trout wearing a mask, running the bases. There was that picture of uh, Dominic, was it Dominic Smith? Is that his name? Playing first base with a mask on. So, mm. you know, player players are are being been, uh, yeah. There's been many. Yeah, yeah. I mean, players are players are 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 trying to do their their part. Um, but uh, man, it's uh, it's wild. It's it's wild that baseball's even coming back. So I guess let's let's start with this, right? As as somebody who who loves baseball, we both love baseball. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about baseball coming back? That's a tough question. Um, yeah, yeah, I we we, I listen, we do the hard hitting questions here on on between yeah, two birds. <laughs> I see it as a overall positive, but I think I was thinking about this on my way home. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, we're recording this at about nine o'clock, and I, I've taken up golf in my spare Sorry, time during nine o'clock. Quarantine. Nine o'clock your time. Eleven Nine, o'clock. Yes. Eleven. Yeah. Well, no, Pacific. You're oh, on Pacific. Arizona. Arizona time, here. which is which is Pacific right now. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's eleven o'clock Central time, which I'm I assume most people listening are in Central time, most, considering this yes. is a Cardinals podcast. Yes, most. Um, so I was driving home and I was thinking. It is an overall positive, I think, for most people involved. Um, So I feel good about it. There are going to be a lot of 
like speed bumps along the way. And I think everyone's already feeling that with a lot of the testing and things not coming back in a timely manner and all that nonsense. Um, not nonsense, but bad choice of words, but things yeah. that are going to go wrong. Um, and I think <clears throat> it's going to play into the season in a similar way that all of these kind of different rule changes are going to play into it. It's going to make the season very, very interesting in a way that no other season really has had. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, it's it's sixty games, right? Which is is mm-hmm. uh, uh, the shortest season ever. Sure, I mean, I believe uh, it. Uh, I, I, mean, I I'm not. I I don't know that for sure, but I think the strike shortened seasons were longer than this too. Uh, I would I would be willing to wager. I, I don't I don't I don't have exact stats, but I will say uh, with with fair confidence, 60 games is almost definitely the shortest season ever. Yeah, I, I would wager that, too. But I think the reason that I say that it's going to be so interesting is because there's going to be things that come into play that have never been a problem before. Um, and maybe this is my like, in a way, like, despite the meme, my my eternal optimism kind of coming through where okay yeah like we're gonna have this universal dh well there's a spot for matt carpenter and then tommy edmund still gets to play um there's all right we're gonna start with a runner on second base well maybe we get back to a little more of the whitey ball like a hit and run stealing third maybe we get back to like that kind of thing but then you get to the actual reason that it is shortened and that is the pandemic of it all and what i start to think about is we have these kids that just got drafted um, shameless plug for Spencer Torkelson. Um, but we have these people that just got drafted. We got these people that are, by the way, real, uh, to... real, real quick, play it, play a drinking game. Anytime uh, hack mentions anybody who used to play for ASU. Yes. Uh, yeah. We wasted. Um, <laughs> so, but you have like these people that, you know, a Dylan Carlson who, you don't know who's going to get picked off. And in a way, it's similar to a normal season where you never know who's going to tear an ACL. You never know who's going to trip and fall and like break a wrist. Like you, right. you just don't know what's going to happen. But it's now that, but more like it's that, but it's so minuscule. Like the the most everyday interaction could end somebody's season. The most in, you know, everyday interaction can cause all these problems for an entire organization. Like all of a sudden, you know, heaven forbid Yachty comes in and tests positive asymptomatic and he's out for four weeks. That's like half the season. Like, like it changes an entire team and that's going to be a thing like that. I mean, even the people opting out are like not a problem, but they're, they're opting out are creating these holes and lineups that people just don't think about. So right. in a way, well, I mean, so, it's I mean, bad, but in a way, it's good. Speaking of of uh, opting out, Mike Leake, uh, who opted out mm-hmm. for a former Cardinal, who opted out uh, for the Diamondbacks. Take a uh, shot anytime Kuhan brings up somebody from Arizona State. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to happen a lot less often. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, like so, uh, you know th- that that obviously affects the rotation, you know. And but mm-hmm. but on the other hand. Y- you know, uh, losing, losing, I don't know, like there, you can, you can put your rotation a little, like you don't really need a five man rotation over 60 games, right? Like Mike right. Leak, a, a, a big part of Mike Leak's value is that Mike Leak can throw a, a 30 starts, you know, throw 200 innings, approx- you know, whatever. A, yeah, I mean, pretty much 200 he gives, innings. He gives ish. a chance to win every day. He, yeah, every, right. But but the, but the big thing is is that he can throw 200 innings, right? Is that he can, is that he can throw 20 starts, 20 or 30 starts, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 that's a big part of his value. He's he's a fairly average pitcher, but he he can kind of be a workhorse. Um, yep. But you don't really need a workhorse if you have a 60 game season, right? Like you're playing a max of what, like 80 ish games, including the playoffs, right? Like you don't really need a workhorse. So Mike Leak opting out, like, well, yes, he is an an average pitcher, but you can really replace him fairly easily because his his the major part of his value comes from pitching 200, 200 innings. So that does that does certainly change that. Going back real quick though to to I, I didn't say how I feel about how about the baseball coming back. It is I don't know it's it's a tough situation right because I'm I'm happy to see 
the game. I, I love baseball. It's great to see baseball, but it's it's really tough. Uh, you know, the decision that that the players have to make, and and the decision that some of the owners are making. Uh, you know, there's like four or five uh, teams that are saying they might have fans in the stands, which is just seems wild to me um to to be having fans in the stands especially as i mean you know speaking of pandemic response you look at the the united states curve and it's like it's we're the 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 only country that's still going up uh as far as as far as confirmed cases go um and you know it's it's nice to see that a lot of uh like the deaths are going down which is great to see um and uh, and you know a, a big part of flattening the curve was uh, was reducing the burden on on hospitals and and on doctors. So if that has been successful, it will be it, you know it it could work out okay. I'm not a doctor, um, and uh, the only doctor in my family is a psychiatrist. So uh, you know he's not really somebody who's who I go to to ask. Right. Hey, so what's going to happen? <laughs> um, uh, not that he's not a very smart guy. He's he's a very, very like he's high up in his field. Not what he's trained in. He's just not. He's not. His, his strength is not epidemiology. Um, right. But um, but it's. Uh, yeah, so it's it's tough to know what that kind of thing will bring, and you know you see former and current players calling out the owners for for saying yeah we're gonna have fans there, and it's like well what are you doing? Like are you trying to protect the players or not? You're no, you're not. You're trying to protect your pocketbook, um, but it's 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 crazy, and and it's it's you know the the. Whatever goodwill the owners might have had going into the negotiations for this season, uh, I feel like has been completely washed away by the bad faith negotiations that happened, and the CBA is coming up in a year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not super confident there's not going to be a strike. Well, I, <laughs> I think uh, I'm. If you didn't mute me on Twitter already, you probably did during this entire uh, fiasco of the negotiation of this season. Because I was kind of, I was obnoxious, um, and I just kind of, I, I, I was like posting the, uh, the, the gif of uh, Will Ferrell in um, uh, old school saying we're going streaking, but I just did all caps. We're going striking. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, and that's that's everybody's prerogative in the whole situation. Um, and like it, I agree with you. Like I was very po'd about the whole thing. Um, it's just it's 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 wild to me. So I I, I I talked about this a little bit with uh with uh <laughs> with my co-host on my uh Motion City soundtrack podcast, uh who uh like we were talking about the strike and all that, and he was, you know, like we, we were sort of or not the strike, but like the, the negotiations and like it's just it seems very clear that Manfred bungled the whole situation of like Yes, Manfred's first job is to the owners, right? Yes, that that is his job. The commissioner's job is to the owners. I totally get that. But his job is not to do whatever the owners say. His job is to make sure the owners do whatever's best for the owners. And uh, what's best for the owners was not not having baseball. What's best for the owners is not causing bad will amongst the players. Like, what's best for the... Because when there's no fans, there's no money coming in. And when there's no players, there's no money coming in. And what's best for the owners is money. They want money. And Manfred's job, in my opinion, was to tell the owners, look, if you continue to have us negotiate in this way, if you continue to negotiate in this way, that will cause the players to not want to play the game and that will cause fans to not want to come to the game, you are going to make less money and make them understand that because that's what's going to happen. But I, I don't disagree. I think the one thing that um, really got showcased was the amount of power that the players union does have. Here. Right. And I think that there was a, and I think, I think a lot of people, they, they start to think about these negotiations and they, they get to a point and they say, well, like the players wanted to play. Why didn't they just play? Like, why didn't we just go? Why didn't we just, and everybody's argument is the prime opportunity. And I would be the first person to say that I definitely said this. There was a prime opportunity for baseball to be the only thing on TV. Yeah. They want to yep. grow the game there. There was a prime opportunity. Absolutely. To be there. And I definitely 
I definitely understand the players wanting to go about things the way that they did. And I understand that they wanted to prove a point with the full prorated contract. Um, that's 100%. Like, I get it. Like, you need to be paid for the work that you do. Um, you agree to a contract, you know, such and such per game. Boom. We agreed to this on March, whatever. That's what we're doing. And if you now try to change this, I don't have to agree to it. Um, I think everyone understands that. I think that's a pretty like reasonable way to act towards a negotiation. However, I think that, like I said, there's a, there's a, such a prime opportunity for them. And the power of the players union was shown by saying, yeah, I, we know you've got this prime opportunity and we're not going to sacrifice the money to, to, to do that. We're not going to sacrifice our, our position, our leverage in this CBA negoci negotiation to do this half season, to do this 80 game season that, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of fans are already disinterested in um, because of the way we've already gone about it. So I think the, at the end of the day, what everything came down to is nobody listened to the fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Because yeah, I, I like, but it's, it, it does seem like, so, you know, on, on one hand, like the, 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 the 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 players the players wanted a prorated salary right they wanted yes. they didn't say i want to be paid for 162 games and play 81 games they said i want to play 81 games and be paid and for be 81 paid for. games yes. and the owners wanted to pay them 60% or 70% or whatever percent based of of the prorated salary which right. just seems insane <laughs> like <laughs> like just wild like just yeah. prorated I, salary seems I fully think, reasonable it's like well we're not gonna be making as much money it's like well maybe and maybe not because to the point you made uh which which i also was bringing up around the same time is like if baseball is the only thing on television the basketball fans and the football fans and the hockey fans are gonna watch baseball whether they really want to or not because there are sports fans who don't really care for baseball but we're we were so star starved for sports that like that uh, were you watching Yellow's Marble Runs? Because I sure was, and I still am. It's great. It's fantastic. I wasn't um, watching the Marble Runs, but I watched like I've watched. I'm into I'm into NASCAR, Premier League. I'm into KBO, like KBO, NPB, like, yeah, everything. Like it, it's there was it was a not NPB, was, CPBL, sorry. Yeah, but it was the same. It was such a. It was there for the taking, and certain organizations took advantage of it, and. In, right. Yeah. To, well, I mean, like, point, you know, CPBL, CPBL and KBO, you know, we're going to take advantage yeah. of baseball fans. Right. But I think, you know, no, no person who doesn't like baseball, but likes football or likes basketball went and was like, well, I'm going to watch Korean baseball. Right. But they would have watched American baseball. Like, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that, that a football fan who doesn't like baseball would have watched American baseball because there was nothing else to watch. Baseball right. fans who were starved for baseball were happy to watch Korean baseball. But like American football fans, American baseball, uh, basketball fans, American hockey fans would have been yeah. excited to watch American baseball if they were the only sport back. And to, uh, you know. to your point about Rob Manfred, though, his yeah. job is to do what's best for the owners. Do his job is to do not. He's not. I mean, at the end of the day, the owners are the ones that pay the salary. That's right. fine. Um, so his job is to do what his bosses say. Totally understandable. Um, right. But at the end of the day, his true job is to do what's best for the game because that protects everyone that is a part of it. Right. He at any moment could have imposed whatever season he would like. That was a part of the March whatever agreement was that he could impose right. whatever season he would like to do and whatever, you know, whatever season that he decided that he wanted to do. That was what the owners were apt to pay. So he could have in reality, at least as far as I know, I'm no maybe I'm not a legal expert. Maybe there's something I'm not thinking of. He could have gotten to, okay, we've got about 80 games, maybe like two, you know, or four 20 game stretches of, you know, full prorated pay. Sorry, owners. Like this is what's best. We got to get baseball on TV because this is accomplished what he wants to do as a commissioner. What's what I believe he wants to be remembered as is the person who made baseball relevant. Again. Yeah. Um, and I think that like he, he literally saw it in like, he was like the kid in the in the passenger, like not the pa like the passenger side, like of the car on the road trip in the back seat, 
who saw the McDonald's as it was going by. Like he didn't see it. Like he didn't see like the 17 billboards that said like exit 3.5 miles. Like he didn't see that one. He was sleeping. And then he like was playing game boy at like the one mile mark. And then like, he literally saw the golden arches like at a 90 degree angle from his car out the window and said, dad, can we stop at McDonald's? Dad's not saying yes. Like it's done. Like we are past the McDonald's. We're going. Like that is what he did. That's a good metaphor. Yeah, totally. I totally agree that that, that's that's pretty spot on because yes, there were there were so many. If if he wants to be the guy remembered for making baseball relevant, he absolutely like you know as 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 gross as it would be to maybe use a pandemic to do that kind of thing, he absolutely could have leveraged the pandemic to do that. Like because of because of what happened in this scenario in this situation, there would have been essentially a full month of no sports but baseball especially because it's played outdoors right like there's it's it's very it's a lot easier for baseball to come back than a lot of other sports and yes it's you know it's there are non-players um stadium staff and all that who aren't you know don't get the same paychecks as as they possibly could if there there was baseball being played and that's up to the owners to pay um but uh yeah he absolutely that's his goal that's he watched it go by he wa- he absolutely watched it go by because yes, there would have been so many people watching, uh, so many people watching baseball if if they'd been the only sport. <laughs> like it's yeah, just it's yeah. un it's undeniable to me that that American sports fans would have been watching American baseball because there was nothing else to watch. Like yeah. I def I definitely have seen people uh watching um watching NASCAR that don't care about NASCAR watching, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And in fact, so I, I have a friend who's a sports bookie and like, he's like, yeah, the, the, the number of, of random like bets that I've been getting on, on whatever crap exists, right? Like yeah, just, just the gambling people on baseball. Absolutely. Absolutely would have exploded, exploded. The, and, and the question, you know, the question becomes retention, right? How many of them could you retain? Maybe, maybe not a whole, whole lot, but you do retain some of them because like, if you're putting a good enough product on the field, which I believe baseball is a good enough product being put on the field, you're putting a good enough product on the field. Now, yes, you're going to lose maybe 50% of the people you gained, but you still keep 50% of the people you gained, right? You still keep all of these new fans who you didn't have before. Which you would have um, taken every day of the week last year. A hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. So I, I think I like, like we've kind of beaten this point where like he has missed an opportunity, but I think like, if you go back to NASCAR, like I, I will be the first person to say like, I think before all of this happened, NASCAR was seen as such a redneck sport for good reason. Like, I don't think anyone denies that like for good reason. Like it, that's what it was. Like it was a, it was a sport that was like kind of like really not indoctrinated, but really embraced by kind of the South and like all these things. And like NASCAR has truly thrived during this. I don't NASCAR by the, yeah, NASCAR, by the way, like NASCAR's blown this thing out of the water. Not just, not just the COVID thing, right? Like obviously there was the whole COVID situation. It's a lot easier for NASCAR to come back because a lot of the people are in cars and you know, there's the pit stop or whatever, but also the whole, yes, the, 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 Every situation that arose around the like later with uh with the Black Lives Matter stuff, yeah. um, like the fact that they that that they, yeah and and the Bubba Wallace thing is 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 they immediately stood behind Bubba Wallace. Uh, they had they had just a couple days previously uh, banned Confederate flags. Yeah. Like they they did all of the things that they could do to grow their sport. Uh, outside of what what they knew, there's no way NASCAR doesn't know, right? There's no way everybody doesn't know that NASCAR's target demographic has always been white rednecks right like like they 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 know that that's who they have appealed to in the past and in trying to shed that image because they're like well we're the only sport on right now they were like well what we can do is we can say look confederate flags are banned because we understand that that what the the harm that it causes we're going to stand behind bubba wallace because he's our he's the only black nascar driver like Mm -hmm. they 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 did all they took all of the right steps to grow their sport and he's got like a foundation to get like like more African-American kids like interested in racing. Like they, they had, they 
they they for took all the steps better, to grow their sport. For lack of a better pun, they literally knocked it out of the park. I don't know how, how <laughs> else to say that. Like, I don't know how they did it. Like yeah, yeah, it, it's incredible. no. I mean, absolutely, and absolutely. If you if you watch, I don't know if you watch. You may have not been interested, but I like I literally was no. not interested until could not care less. This, yeah, until this <laughs> happened, I was not interested. Their yeah. app, their app is insane. It's yeah. one of the most insane mobile apps that I've like for for watching it on like at home like in your like on your couch is it is ridiculous it updates in real time like how much throttle the like the cars are using like what like what each like like when like a caution happens who's not coming into the pit to get back on the lead lap it uh, like it updates super fast you can listen to each like car scanner in real time so you can sit there and like mute the tv i just want to listen to this guy's scanner talking back to his pit crew like every you know 20 seconds you can do that it is it i've been blown away by it and the fact that like this stuff exists for nascar which legitimately like i knew nothing about until this and baseball hasn't like got it through its head like well maybe we mic people up and like throw the you know throw it on the app and have mike trout you know talk about like or you know have like pitcher and catcher in the dugout talking you know strategy and just put it on the app so people who are interested can listen yeah oh my gosh like there's so much that they could have done and no, it, absolutely. Absolutely. It's that's more of like the part of it that Which is wild, I, right? Cuz cuz MLB Advanced Media was was such a like such a major player in the space that like it spun off into bam tech and made the nhl's app and they like they coded hbo go like um they had they absolutely were in the space to be doing all that stuff uh and then they sold to disney <laughs> so, well they dismissed yeah they dismissed completely um, yeah <laughs> they were like they, they just sort of gave up and they sold it to disney <laughs> so that, like that's sure that's the hard part for me. I that that part makes me more mad than all of the like negotiating and the money back and forth. That's going to happen in every sport, um, regardless of what happens. Like at some point, the players are going to be pissed. They're not giving enough money. The owners, the owners aren't going to want to give them the money. Yeah, that I mean, there's that right. Sport. But then, but then at the end of the day, the owners ended up giving them the prorated sixty games, right? Like, and like, sure, prorated sixty games is approximately seventy five percent of prorated eighty games. Well, so. that's what they were trying to do the whole time. We we want to play more games, but we're only going to pay you sixty. And then they like came down to seventy, and they said, "Well, we're still going to want you pay you for 60. And like, it just went back yeah. and forth. They yeah. they had yeah. the money that they were going to pay them, and the the players wanted right. to budge, and the owners did. Like, and so yeah. Just but it's it's just it's whatever it's it's it is a mess and uh and like the honestly my my concern is that like is will will baseball rebound from this because it's already it's it was already going in a downward trend and right. this is not helpful so like it's it's if and i believe you're right if manfred wants to be remembered as the guy who you know, like brought baseball back into the mainstream. Uh, he's done everything to make that not happen. Like he's done everything to to do the opposite of that, and in fact, kill baseball. Um, I don't think that I don't think the industry is going to die. I don't think Major League Baseball is going to die, but it's 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 just dro dropping further and further. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if it drops below. Well, is it, I assume it's already below football and basketball. I wouldn't be surprised if it drops below hockey at this rate. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. I think the number one, have you seen the meme about um, Emperor's New Groove and baseball in the NBA? No. It's it's the part in Emperor's New Groove where like Yzma and whatever beat Cusco, or Cusco back to Cusco. wherever. Kronk yeah. Is the other guy? Yeah, yeah. Kronk is the other guy. And they like run in. It's like, how'd you beat us back here? Like we had like a, like how, you know, we had such a head start. How'd you beat us back? And that's the NBA. And then it like cuts to MLB, which is like the easement part. It's like, how did we beat them back? Like, how did we get back before them? Like, how is ours? Like, how are we slated to start before the NBA, who is like the first one to have a plan? Yeah, and, and it's just like that. It's like, yeah, it makes no sense. But like, they are gonna have maybe a couple weeks where they they're the only show in town. But they, they will and add and, so much and more. to be to be fair, like basketball also <laughs> is kind of bungling it. Um, so many so many players have tested already tested a positive for the yeah. NBA bubble uh, that it's like I don't know if basketball is actually coming back and there's also I mean there's a question if baseball doesn't shut back down in the middle of whatever well, this the, season is it'll be interesting with hockey too like 
hockey has the same plan almost. Also, also the by the way, uh, the NBA like, the NBA's plan is to play in Orlando, Florida, in uh, in the state that has the the most like cases right now, or something like the, that. I'm not the, Ari- yeah, so. the Arizona, the East. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Um, so speaking of speaking of the schedule, though, the schedule has been announced. So opening night is Thursday, July 23rd, Yankees versus Nationals. Um, and uh, the Cardinals Dodgers. are playing the Field of Dreams game, which is dope. Um, Dodgers Giants on opening night, too. Yeah, sorry, Dodgers, Dodgers Giants on opening night as well. Uh, opening night as well, uh, both on ESPN. Uh, everyone starts on Friday. And then there's there's schedules that don't have actual dates. Which is odd, um, but you know, sure. Uh, but yeah, the thirteenth of August is the Field of Dreams game, which is White Sox and Cardinals. I don't. It wasn't initially, right? Was it somebody else, or was it already announced, or was it not announced yet? It was supposed to be somebody else. I forget who the other team was, but they had to be be replaced with someone in the NL Central, and it became the Cardinals. Um, let me see. Field I of wanna, Dreams. Yeah, game. I want to say it was. And I I want to say it was another, I want to say it was like, like the twins. No, because that would have been a central team. They would have kept it the same, right? Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think it had to be. Oh Yankees, it was Yankees. Yeah, there it is. It was it was White Sox Yankees. Yeah. Um, we do have breaking news. Do we? Uh, Derek Gould. Um. Cardinals do not plan to have fans attending the opening series, but the team and city remain in discussion about the home stands starting August 5th about fans and stands. Hmm. Well, so we will see. In discussions. This also isn't breaking news. This was five hours ago. <laughs> also, also Cole Calhoun has tested positive. Drink yeah, for yeah. those of you playing the drinking game. Cole Calhoun. Oh, it's Cole Calhoun and Ace Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I we'll see. We'll see what happens for that. Oh, there are dates. There there were dates earlier today, but there there are dates. So yeah, twenty fourth to twenty sixth, Pittsburgh and is in St. Louis. That's the opening series. Um, August fifth is the second the second home series. Um, which would be why that's a significant date. We'll see if they open up to fans. I I I really wouldn't be surprised either direction, but I don't think they should. Uh, and then uh, Jackie Robinson Day, by the way, is. August 28th this year, as opposed to the normal February 5th, sorry, not February, uh, April 15th, I think. Yep. Roberto um, Clemente Day is like September 8th. September 9th. Oh, 9th. So close. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> did they normally do Roberto Clemente Day? I don't know if it's early. I want to say, I want to say it's late. Well, no, it's definitely late. I was saying, yeah. no, uh, September, September 18th. Is apparently no Roberto Clemente Day. Hmm. Huh. Seems odd. Seems like a based... weird day to pick, but I, there's got to be yeah. some type of like reason for it, right? Well, why why move it to the ninth if the eighteenth is still there? Yeah, why not just keep it there? Like it's not like the eighteenth is gone randomly. That's so weird. Yeah, no idea that maybe maybe they're like. Well, now, the, now this now this other thing I'm seeing says annual on September fifth. Again, still seems like a weird move from September fifth to September ninth. Um, is there a reasoning for like maybe the the space between Jackie Robinson Day and Roberto Clemente? Maybe, but it's it's like a month already, almost like. That's like Jackie Robinson. Like maybe maybe it's like because Roberto Clemente he was. Number twenty-one, Jack Robinson is forty-two. Maybe it's like twenty-one days after. I, I'm literally spitballing. I don't know how. Don't it's know not, the number of days between the two. <laughs> no, it's it is not. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I'm literally trying to make up any reason that it's like ten days later. <laughs> yeah, I got no, I got no idea. I have no clue. Maybe it's always like, maybe maybe the the two things I'm reading are wrong, and it's always like the second Wednesday in September, and that just happens nah. to fall on the. Fifth one time. I, well, that can't that can't be right either because the like fifth thanks, can't be the second Wednesday. You know like what? I don't know. Man. It's like Thanksgiving. This like make up a day that it is every year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> not make not make up a day, but you know, it's always a different number. Like or Easter right. is always so like the yeah. like the third Sunday or whatever. Right. Yeah. September yeah. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving is always like the the fourth Thursday or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I don't know. Anything. Um. <laughs> 
but we'll yeah, the, schedule, the schedule's all made. There, there seem to be a lot of off days, surprisingly. And I don't like that. So I'm looking right now. Not true there's, on the second half of the season. We have like one off day on the entire uh, second half. There's, there's two off days in September, or two three. off days in I August. I want to say it's three the last month. No, there's two in September. <laughs> there's you two. Yeah, that. there's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's from the uh, September 11th to September 27th. There's no off days, yeah. but uh, there's an off day on September 10th, an off day on September 3rd, an off day on August 27th, an off day on August 14th. But then between July 24th and August 1st, there are three off days. Jeez. Three, three, three Pittsburgh and St. Louis, and then an off day. Then two in Minneapolis. Then an off day. Then one and oh no, then then three in Milwaukee, and then oh no, so there's there's only two off days, not three off days. Sorry, three in Milwaukee, and then two in Detroit, and then two in St. Louis versus Detroit, three Chicago in St. Louis, three Pittsburgh, uh, Field, Field of, Dreams, of Dreams game, day off. day off, and then two at White Sox, which also, I mean, it's not like it's that far from. St. Louis from uh, Iowa to Chicago, but maybe it's in case it gets rained out. They just reschedule it to Friday. I buy that one. Uh, and then three at Wrigley, which makes sense. If you're going to go, if you're going to have three at uh guaranteed runs field, you might as well have three at Wrigley right away too. Uh, then three Cincinnati, uh, four Cincinnati in St. Louis, three KC in St. Louis, three Cleveland, in St. Louis, three at Cincinnati, four at Wrigley. So we're playing seven games at Wrigley. And three versus the Cubs in St. Louis, uh, two in Minnesota, uh, two Minnesota in St. Louis. Sorry, three Cincinnati in St. Louis, three at Milwaukee, three at Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry, four at Pittsburgh, three at KC, and then we close with four Milwaukee in St. Louis. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that by September we're at a at a place where I can go to a ball game. Um, because I would very much like to go and see a game in Milwaukee like I normally do. But uh, if we're not, then I won't. <laughs> like, if I don't feel comfortable going, I obviously won't yeah. go. But uh, the, it would be nice. be nice if we could. The interesting thing here is, is that I don't know if you've watched MLB Network at all today. Um, the Cardinals actually have some of the... Easiest schedule. Le- well, easiest schedule, but also like the least amount of travel miles. Really? Yeah, like they yeah. I, I saw I saw a picture about travel miles, and I mean, like the the yeah. NL Central has the lowest travel miles. Or the, the the Central divisions had yeah. the lowest travel miles of any of the divisions, right? Like well, the East yeah. and the West. I mean, obviously the West has to go to Seattle, right? And yeah. and nobody else does. Um, and then the the East has to go to Florida, um, whereas the Central is all very much bunched up. Like especially since uh, both the Texas teams are now in the West, mm-hmm. uh, the Central is is very much bunched up. Like the I think is, isn't St. Louis the furthest south? St. Louis and Kansas City are the furthest south, and the furthest north is like Minnesota and like yeah. Milwaukee and Detroit, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not that great at geography, but like those are those are the three northernmost states that you go to. If it's if it's not Minnesota, it's got to be Detroit, right? I would figure, yeah. Um, so it's it's all it's all and like and also three of the teams are within a two hour drive of each other, right? So the Chicago yeah. teams and Milwaukee are right next to each other. The furthest, I think, the furthest really anybody has to go would be from Kansas City to Pittsburgh, um, which is like a probably like a two hour flight, you know? So yeah, uh, I totally I totally buy. I think that that's a huge advantage. I think more so. Yeah, I think that's an advantage more so than the um Strength than schedule. the teams. Yeah, the teams. I think that's more. Because you're you stay a little more fresh. You don't have to be cramming an airplane for you know a couple hours. You know every other day, like you could you can bus from you know Chicago to Chicago to you know to Milwaukee. You can you can probably bus from St. Louis to Kansas City if you really wanted to. Like don't even really need a bus from Chicago to Chicago. You could you could just take your own car from from yeah. the well, north they, side to the south side. <laughs> well, well, I mean they're not going to be gone from St. Louis anyway. It's not going to have their own car like. The, no, the, I, I mean, like, yeah, the, the players who live in Chicago and play mm-hmm. in Chicago would be very mm-hmm. easily able to go yeah. <laughs> up, the, up the road to the yeah. other Chicago stadium. Yep. So, I mean, I I think this plays in the Cardinals' favor a little bit, if not a lot of it. Um, well, so, I mean, because there's the central thing, but also, according to MLB Network, the Reds, Cubs, and Cardinals have the easiest strength of schedule based on 2019 records. Yeah. Um, so Which, like that, 
I think that you know. gets a little twisted this year. I think I think it's yeah. I mean, of course, of course. But like, but I don't. I don't, you mean, know. I don't even know that. I mean, like, based on like improvements that teams have made, I think like the Reds are going to be a little bit more of a threat this year, uh, especially like uh, in a short season. I think the Reds could get hot and all of a sudden, sure. But like, but the, you, know. you know, the Pirates are bad and the Tigers are bad, and yeah. Um, I think. Uh, the, the, the White Sox will probably be better this year, but like there's, you know, there's, there's the central divisions have been not great in the last couple of years anyway. Yeah. So, um, so it wouldn't yeah, be surprising. I don't, think, I don't think the Royals or the, I mean, the twins have been in like playoff spots, you know, over the last yeah. couple of years, but like there's, and maybe it's just like an AL NL thing, but like, I can't even think of anybody on the twins other and Nelson is Nelson, Nelson Cruz still on the twins. Uh man, I forget. Byron Buxton's on the Twins, right? Yeah. That's is that really all I've got? Oh, Jorge, uh, Jose Barrios, he's good. And not uh, no longer Fernando Rodney, right? He's gone. Oh, for, is Fernando Rodney still in baseball? I don't know, man. That's oh yeah, not... yeah, yeah, he was in. I think he was on the Twins last year. Was he? I, I I wouldn't even count Fernando Rodney as anything. He's he's uh, okay. He I was not on the I Twins know. last year. He's on the Twins in 2018. I know that a lot. Of He's on the Nats did. last year. That's right. He played. He played was in the in the Nats yeah, playoff yeah, yeah. run. He won a fucking World <laughs> Series ring last year. <laughs> so much for that. Uh, Daniel Hudson ended that. That's I. I don't know why I don't think about Fernando Rodney at all because that was like there was so many because Rodney didn't really pitch that much for that team. There were so many former. Oh, Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver, the best the best catcher in baseball right now. Yikes! That's a bold thing to say on a Cardinals podcast. <laughs> sorry sorry the best catcher in the american league right now <laughs> still <laughs> he i mean he's the best hitting catcher right now he's he that's just that's just hard to dispute he's got a 156 lps plus he's the best hitter on that team nelson cruz is on that team by the way yeah i was gonna say nelson cruz is still on there jorge polanco jonathan scope cj crone miguel oh, sano yikes oh, okay okay they're coming back to me now um and then pitching jose barrios martin perez jaco de is on that team michael pineda uh, Tre- Trevor May. Do do I know that name? He Twitch streams, doesn't he? Name. I know Trevor May's <laughs> name, and I, yeah. I know most of the pictures. I just need a refresher. Here, Adrianza was on this team, and I uh, Marvin Gonzalez. That's right, Marvin Gonzalez on this team. Yeah, known cheater Marvin Gonzalez. Yeah, there are people that are more probably. Well, Marvin Gonzalez Astros. Okay, I was gonna. I was. I was gonna say. I think there's probably people that we have. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just mean Marwin Gonzalez, who, who uh, definitely cheated with the Astros and definitely got uh, a pretty decent sized contract because he cheated with the Astros. So here's Um, here's a big question here: with as short as the season is, do you think that Duff gets taken out on the Astros this year? Innings are important now. You know, it's tough. I think I think a little bit. Yes. Uh, I was going to ask a similar question. Do you think this year's uh, World Series trophy becomes like is more or less invalid than the Astros World Series trophy? I I have a take that I don't think a lot of people will like. Uh oh. Um, so okay, we're we're gonna start with this year, and then we'll go back to the Astros thing. Sure, because I've already pissed off a lot of my my close friends with this take. Um, so we're gonna start with the good one, and then we'll let people. First of all, first of all, is only game why you have to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's only game. Um, I think that to the fan base that wins it, it will be the most real thing that has ever happened. Sure, I think to the fan base that is the. I think fan bases that are in the playoffs, it will feel as real as any other season. I think that any team that's not in the playoffs, it will be like this never happened and we didn't even have baseball. I think people will completely forget about it unless their team is in the postseason. Because then it then those little things that happen over a course of 60 games become so real. Like it's the same argument that people have on the the subreddit all the time in April. You know, it's April, we lost like we were 0-2 in April. And everyone's freaking out like these games matter. Remember we lost the, you know, we missed playoffs by one game. Like, yes, we understand that. Like, but like that it's going to be so magnified this year on the number of games. Right. So I think that that's, it's going to feel real to a lot of teams. Maybe the, even the teams that are like 
right on the cusp of being in the playoffs, but like, especially the teams in the playoffs, I think it's going to be real. Um, I think it feels real. I All think right, now, right now, now it's time for your full, uh, full face heel turn on your I Astros think, opinion. I think everyone right now is on my side as you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm about to be face heel on, turn face I'm, heel turn. I'm about to really make a lot of people mad. <laughs> so as is tradition, on our podcast, we need one beer crack. During this whole thing. <laughs> if there's not a beer crack on this podcast, it's not even real. Um, okay. So the Astros World Series is very real. It happened, it counts, period. Um, and I will explain why it should just end there with period, but that should just be where it ends. Number one, all the things we've already talked about on this podcast money, blah, 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 all this summer stuff all that merchandise and I'm going to Disney world on the parade and all that stuff. that's happened. It's, it's real to those fans and you cannot take it away. You could say that, you know, Carlos Beltran like had to go back in time and kill Hitler to like make the Astros win. And nobody, none of the fans care. Like I actually, they'd probably be pretty happy about him killing, killing Hitler, but like he went back in time and killed JFK or something like something bad to make sure the Astros win. And no one, none of the fans would care because it happened. It was real. The other half of it is literally every team cheats. Every team cheats in baseball. And if you think your team's not cheating, you're just not looking hard enough because they are. And I apologize to the entire Cardinal subreddit. We, we, <laughs> we, our team is cheating just the same as everybody else's. I promise you they are. I'm, 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 like, I'm waiting for they the comments for the, for the shouts of remove hack as mod. Yeah, yeah. For the people who are already chanting remove hack, remove hack. The Cardinals are cheating just the same as everybody else. The Astros got caught. And I don't think it's even really that big of a thing to say. The Cardinals, like, like are cheating. We literally got caught, too. There was a whole FBI investigation. I'm pretty sure everybody <laughs> sure, remembers yeah. it. Like, we, we have, like, we, I'm pretty sure everybody remembers that we were caught cheating, too. So the thing is, is that people don't understand that cheating is a part of baseball. And it is a bad statement when you're trying to teach kids in Little League. But if you are not cheating in baseball, you are not trying to win at baseball. Like, that's just a fact Like you got to steal signs. You have to do little things that mess people now, up. No, hold on. No, no, no. I, I will. I like what do you call cheating? Right. Because I don't think I don't think stealing signs from second base is cheating. This, right? is, where, stealing this, signs, is, where, this is where people are pissed off. Stealing, <laughs> stealing signs from center field is cheating. Stealing like, well, yeah, stealing signs from a center field camera, somebody on the field is cheating. But stealing signs from second base is just Correct. getting an advantage. Right. Like that's, this, that's, is, this is where this is where people get pissed off at me. You've 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 very much gone into the same vein that everyone goes into. Sure. They, they've literally broke the game of baseball. They 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 did something that is not just like gaining an advantage. They're not just doing something that like you, you notice the pattern, you notice the guy like flares his glove on a slider. You, they're doing something more than that. And they're doing something with technology and all that. And I 1000% agree. This is the part I never get to that. Everyone's already jumped <laughs> on my throat and they hate me. I 1000% agree that they cheated. They should be punished, but that's it. Like, yeah, they're going to get thrown at. Like, that's fine. Throw at them all you want. Like, that championship still counts, and it is real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is. They they were the they were one of probably many, one of most likely a lot that were doing something similar to try to gain an advantage. And they were the ones that got caught. They were the ones that won. And therefore, people are mad, as they should be. But to sit here and to say like, okay, like they're they're gaining every advantage possible. Yeah, like most teams are going to do that. Like whether it's breaking the game like they did, or whether it's you know just doing stuff from second base or pine tar or whatever. Like that, unfortunately, is a part of this game that people need to get over. Like people yeah. just need to get over that teams are going to cheat. No, I, uh, there's there's that right, but I think I think there's there is there is a, a barrier and a line, right? And yes, and, and the, the issue is that the is that the Astros crossed the barrier. They they, they crossed the line. Yes, there's I, a, there is a line for, for, that everybody true. knows, right? It's an unwritten rule, and, the, and yes. there are written rules. They did also break written rules. Um, I, I I agree with everything that everyone says about it. No, but when I people say there there should be an asterisk or anything, I was like, 
it's too late. It's too far gone. They won the trophy. They got it. They had the parade. It's over. Well, like, we it's not too late for on. asterisk. That's all. That's a Barry Bonds. <laughs> Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, and Barry Bonds, by the way, didn't really cheat. He didn't break a rule. Yes, he uh, did. Mark McGuire didn't break a rule. Did Barry, Barry Bonds, Bonds break a rule? Barry Bonds broke a rule. <laughs> All right, fair it, enough. It was a rule when Barry Bonds did it. It was not a fair rule enough. when Barry did it. Fair enough. Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm fine with giving Barry Bonds an asterisk, and it's not too late to give Barry Bonds an asterisk. It's fully fully within reason to throw an asterisk. Honestly, like give them give them a wing here's a wing in the front of the wing to get in the wing you have to yeah there's a big thing that says listen these players were uh legitimately accused of or suspended for or admitted to ped use right and you put barry bonds in that wing you put mark mcguire in that wing you put sammy sosa in that wing you put rafael palmero maybe not palmero i don't know if palmero deserves to go to the hall of fame regardless um if, if you think he deserves to go whoever. yeah canseco uh a rod like the the players who who tested positive or were suspended for it because of another reason or admitted to it, whatever, right? Ortiz doesn't go in there, but if it comes out later that Ortiz actually did and you find out he did, you move him into the steroid wing, right? And there's there's a big sign of the, in the front of the steroid wing before you walk in that says, hey, these players deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because of their contributions to the game of baseball, but they also did this thing that, that has been determined should not have been done. Uh, and you throw them in the steroid wing. Like, it just seems reasonable. You have all these I'm fucking great. players who did greenies. I'm great with it. I'm I'm totally on board. I, I'm all on board with the, the steroid wing, the greenie wing, whatever wing you want to put in the Hall of Fame. But all I'm saying to everyone that freaks out about the Astros anytime it's brought up, they, they won their trophy, they bought their t-shirts, they have their koozies what? and hats and everything. And, and what, what, the, what I'm saying is, right, is... It's is that over. is that there there is like in the Hall of Fame there there are mentions of all the World Series trophies right and you mm-hmm. like if we're if 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 we are doing a steroid wing which I think is the way to handle that situation then I think you also have to put an asterisk above below wherever I haven't actually seen like I haven't actually been to the Hall of Fame but put an asterisk you know near the Astros plaque and and whatever their plaque says now you maybe have to replace it with okay this is what happened this was this 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 moment in baseball history where it was determined that the Astros did this and they did cheat and they got their their trophy through ill-gotten gains and, and if it comes punished. out and they yeah. got punished. Well, they didn't really get punished, but they got punished to the extent of whatever they got punished for. They didn't really get all that punished, um, but fine. Uh, and that's it. And if it comes out that the next year, uh, was it the Red Sox the next year? Um, no, who won in 2018? It was the Red Sox. The, right? They were looking for the Red Sox. They got investigated as well. They got investigated, but they haven't, they haven't like. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why Carlos Beltran is not the manager of the Mets. Well, the the Carlos Bader is not the manager of the Mets because the because the Astros situation. It's why Alex Cora is not the manager well, of the Red Sox. It's also because the Astros situation. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's all because the Astros situation. The the Red Sox have not been handed on punishment yet. Now, if it comes right. up, the Red Sox also cheated, and in the same way, then throw the same fucking plaque on the Red Sox. If it turns out the Nationals cheated in the same way, I'm not accusing the Nationals of cheating in the same way. I'm saying if it turns out the Nationals cheated in the same way, throw a fucking plaque on the Nationals. World. If it turns out the Cardinals cheated the same way in 2011, throw a plaque on the Cardinals one and say, this is what happened. This is, you know, I understand not taking the trophy away, right? You can't take the trophy away. What happened, happened. You can't just erase it from existence, right? right. But you can, you can put an asterisk over it. You can say, okay. listen, they won. We understand they won. We can't take that win away. However, we we do know that they won by cheating. They already got the money. They already they already got the money. They already got the wins. They already have the trophy. But you can say, look, the, if you think it's illegitimate, you you can you're free to think it's illegitimate. We are telling you that this is how they won. That that we know that they used methods that were not okay to win. So but on the other hand, that's fine with me. But on the other hand, uh, they they did make a lot of money mm-hmm. in the win. Yep. And their punishment was not in any way like it was not commensurate. Is that the right word? Commensurate to the crime. Like they they cheated. They made mm-hmm. lots and lots of money, and they paid fifteen million dollars and lost a manager. Like okay. <laughs> they didn't I'm... like. The I've players, never... the players cheated, and yep. they and they they and they get no suspension for it. 
So I've never said during this whole thing I'm that not, I didn't I'm, think that the punishment was enough. I just said they got punished. Right. No, no, I, I, yeah. Right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a fight with you. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm just saying I, I think that the point should be very clear. It's over. Like the people that sit there and like my dear friend, Brad, I hope he doesn't listen to this. The Dodgers lost. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so (laughs) sorry that the Dodgers lost again. Like it's, it's terrible and I'm sorry, but they did, they lost. And yes, they were cheating and that sucks, but you lost to some cheaters and that stinks like, oh, well, and it'll probably happen to the Cardinals now that it's recorded and put on the internet and we will lose to somebody who has cheated more than anyone's ever cheated and I'll be the one mad and I'll have to eat my words and that's fine. However, I think that in the game of baseball, you should always assume that everyone around you is cheating somehow, some way you cannot protect against all of it. You can't, you can't have like, I show people. Thanks Optimus. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, so I show people the clip all the time of the Padres game and Yachty like noticing the guy in the in the camera well and saying, "What the fuck is that guy with the binoculars out there doing?" Yeah, and then he like gets kind of shooed off and like he's kind of off camera and nobody even talks about it. You should assume that there's always somebody reading your signs. You should like get. I think I think that as a general baseball rule, you should always assume that someone's trying to cheat and has an edge on you, and you should do everything you can not to do that. Now, is it perfect? No, and should people not cheat and like how i've talked about break the game no they shouldn't do that that's not gonna stop them though so you just gotta you gotta figure out a way to to combat it like it's just the way the game is and when people start to talk to me about like these conventional like they they kind of relate it back to like oh yeah yeah like but like sign stealing from second base that's not really like going across the line and i bring up like literally my high school baseball team we ran a play because in Arizona high school baseball, sometimes you don't have enough umpires to cover all the bases. So if you have a runner on second base and a, well, if you have a runner on second and third and you have a play and basically like second and third, you know, one out less than two outs, what teams will do is that it'll be a double squeeze. So they'll, they'll squeeze bunt. And because there's only two umpires, somebody has to watch the play at first and then the other has to watch you know other things so if there's not an appropriate number of umpires the runner at second can skip third base so what teams will do is they'll double squeeze people in and essentially you will run until you see the umpire cross your line of vision and then you just follow the umpire to home plate so like that that's breaking the game the same not the same way but it's 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 using the circumstances around you to essentially do something that every team should have to do, right? Like right, you so, should every player should have to touch their base. Not me. I'm going straight home from second. Run scored. No, I, I buy that, right? I, I see what you're saying, but that that and and it's 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 difficult, right? Like it's difficult right. to because with with the rules, I mean, it's a hard you know, line. It's a hard line to draw. It's a it's a hard line. It's yeah. It's 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 a very fuzzy line, right? Because because that does feel to me more like more like the uh stealing signs from second base type thing right like if if like but you're supposed to be out at second base like you're supposed to be out at second. you can't help but see the guy's signs right i well yes but you you can also you don't have to be looking looking at the signs looking for the signs and trying to relay them to your batter right like but you do have to touch the base <laughs> right no i understand but what, what what i'm saying is 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 like it's it 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 feels similar to like there, there have been many things that have been done over time to trick umpires, right? It, it, it th- that feels yeah, in some way framing. like framing, yeah, exactly, like framing a pitch. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like framing a pitch. Obviously, it's it's a little bit different, right? Because because you need to touch third base, and mm-hmm. uh, and on the other hand, like you don't need like you don't need to catch the ball in any particular place for the umpire to call it a ball or a strike. But when you frame it in a certain way, you can trick the umpire into calling it a ball or calling it a strike. But mm-hmm. to me, it, it that advantage feels more akin to the advantage that you get by framing where I, I do understand, right? Like the rule says touch third base, but mm-hmm. if the person enforcing the rule doesn't see you breaking the rule, then you break 
the rule, right? Right. So, so it's uh, so, that's that's where like like I said, it's a hard line to draw. Like where where is it? Okay, we need to assume everyone's following the rules, and then assume that people aren't following the rules. Whereas if you say just assume no one's following the rules, and you got to call everybody out, that seems a little easier to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think. Now that everyone's mad at me, we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so direct all of your hate to uh, at hackmuff on Twitter. Slash you slash return of underscore the hack. Um, feel free to report all of my comments. Um, <laughs> I'll just reapprove them. It'll be great. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. Was there any, was there any more uh, actual cardinal no. stuff that happened? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty quiet until actual baseball starts, but, you know, baseball is happening. Oh, uh, we, we didn't mention... Do, uh, we, have a, Eli- do we have a schedule for them? El- Eliuris Montero tested positive. Yep. Um, but he is self-isolating, asymptomatic. Uh, um, are, we, are we saying every two weeks? Yeah, this? let's we, let's plan. We're gonna plan on every two weeks. Uh, okay. We'll see what happens, but we'll plan on every two weeks, and hopefully the same day every two weeks. Uh, who knows? Um, and we might we might stream them in the future again. We definitely streamed one or two episodes last time. Um, we might we might start streaming them again. I I have like a whole stream rig set up now for my <laughs> for my trivia show, uh, mm-hmm. so it would be it would be uh, a good use of it <laughs> to to use well, it for this too. Until... Until Arizona figures it shit out, I also not I don't have a streaming setup, but I have a webcam and a mic in front of me. Yeah, so I mean that's all that's all more you, set up. That's all you need. Uh, I have the setup to run everything else. <laughs> I know, I know. I was just saying. I, now I have a a webcam and mic. Yeah. I have multiple screens. I can I can maybe do a little bit more. So cool. We'll we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, all right, so that will do it for this episode of Between Two Birds. Uh, if you want to. Uh, talk about this episode it will be posted on the subreddit reddit.com slash cardinals uh if you want to follow us on twitter i'm at kuhan uh, <laughs> uh mac is at hack muff uh which is a spoonerism of his name mac huff h-a-c-k-m-u-f-f yep um and that is it for this episode hi uh, craig <laughs> Uh, until next time, classic go to bat. I don't know how we end this show. I listened to the beginning of a couple of episodes and I didn't listen through to the end. So we'll talk to you next time. Play ball. Yeah.